Moby Dick or the Whale by Herman Melville. Entomology supplied by late consumptive Yosha to a grammar school. This the pale usher, fed bear and coat, heart, body and brain. I see him now. He's ever dusting his old lexicons and grammars with a queer handkerchief, mocking and banishment with all the gay flags of all the known nations of the world. He loved to dust his old grammars. It somehow mildly reminded him of his mortality. Are you taking hand to score others and to teach them by what name a whalefish to be called our tongue, leaving out through ignorance the letter H, which almost done maketh up the signification the word the deliver that is not true Hakulut well S U and Dan Halel is animal named from rough roundness of rounding for the Dan Halvelet is arch revolted. Webster's trajectory, well, is more immediately for the dut, and girl will assess will in the roll the wallow, Richardson's diary. Abstract supplied by sub sublabarian. It will be, be seen that this poor, mere, painstaking barrier and grub worm of poor devil with sub sub appears to have gone through the long Vatican's and street stalls of the earth, picking up whatever random allusions to whales he could always find in any book whatsoever sacred or found. Therefore, must not in any, every case at least take the higgledy-piggledy whale statements, however authentic these abstracts of variable gospel synology. Far from it, the touching nature offers generally as well as the poet's ear-appearing. These extracts are solely valuable for entertaining as affording a glancing bird's-eye view of what has been promisingly said, thought, fancied, and sung by levitation of many na- by many nations and generations, including our own. So far, fare thee well, poor devil, or sub-sub, he knows accommodator I am. Thou belongest to what that hopeless shallow tribe which which no wine of this world will ever warm for whom even pale sherry will be too rosy strong but with whom one sometimes lists loves to sit and feel poor devilish too a crocodile upon tears and say to them bluntly with full eyes and empty glasses and not altogether unpleasant sadness give it up sub subs for by which, by how much and more pains ye take to please the well by so much, the more shall ye, ye forever be, go faithless. Would that I would clear out have the court and the tutteries for me, ye. But gulp down your tears and high your loft to the royal mast for your hearts. For your friends were gone before ye are clearing out the seven-storied heavens making refugees of them pampered, Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael. Against their coming, here we strike, but splintered hearts together. Here ye shall strike, and splintered glasses. Asterisks, the God, the God created great wells, Genesis. The Ephraim maketh a plain, path to shine after him. One would think he the deep to be honorary, Job. 
Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, Jonah. There go the ships, there is a Phonian, the Phonian, whom thou have made to play with their arms. In a day the Lord, with his sword, great and long strong sword, to punish the Phonian, piercing servant, even the Phonian, that, that crooked servant, he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea, as Isaiah. That one, that what thing soever besides cometh within chaos of this monster's heart mouth, be boast, boat, or stone, down it goes all in, in contently, the foul great shallow of his, a perilish myth, that the bottomless gulf of his porch, Holland's perilous mortals, the indice breedeth the most, the biggest wishes, all among which the whales and whirlpools, called the Hanian, take us as much as a length of four acres to Abraham's little land, Holland's piney. Sacredly that we proceeded two days on the sea, when at sunrise, at sunrise a great many whales and other monsters of the sea appeared. One former, one was of most monstrous size. This came towards us, our mouth rising the waves, all sides of beating the sea, for him in a foam. Token look on the true history. We visit the country, also a great, with a view catching smoke whales, with their bones of very great value for their teeth, which he brought some to the king, best whales were catched in his own country, of which some were forty-eight, some fifty yards long. He said they were two, well, he was one of six, who killed sixty in two days. Hours on others, verbal narration taken down from his mouth, by King Alfred A.D., 1890. And whereas in the other things, whether beast or metal, and that entered at the dreadful gulf of the much monster's whale's mouth, he did lost and shallowed, swallowed up, the sea gondron retires into the great security, and he there sleeps. Montetrage, apology for Raymond Sibon. Let us fly, let us fly. Oh, Nick, take me, if not, they're finally prescribed. But a noble prophet Moses, in life, a patient Job, rebellious. Yeah, this well liver had two, was two cotlows, stowies and owls. Great Lephanian, a baker's seed, a seeth like boiling pan. Lord Bacon's version of Psalms, touching that monstrous bulk of the oak, whale, oak, with having seed, nothing certain. They grow with seeding fat in so much the incredible quality of oil will be extracted out by one whale, Igabed, issued the life of the death, the sovereign thing of earth, implanted in Eve for my inward bruise. King Henry, very like a whale, Hamlet, much to secure as their skull or leech's art, mocked him of early, but to return again he, to his wounds worker with his lonely dart, dating his beast that bred, had bred his restless penny. Like the, the wounded well, sure flies through the meany, the fairy queenie. Immerses wells in motion, those who vast bodies can in peaceful calm trouble the ocean till they boil so William Devaport, prefaced the gullibut. What spigularium is, man, must truly doubt, says the learned Hapamnivis, his work of the thirty years, saith, plainly, Nicaragua, Quinn, sit, 
So T. Brown, the Spurgum Centra and Sperma Centra Well, Veda, Veda, he's SVE, Les Spencer's Taurus, with his modern fail, he threatens ruin, with his ponderous tail, he fixed the javelins in his side he wears, on his back rove, the pikes appear, while he battled the summer legends, by the arts is created the great defining, called a commonwealth for state, in Latin Chinese, Jesus, which is but an artificial man, only said to Hobbes the Funian, said he must sell, swallowed, without, without chewing, as it has been spat in a white pile, or whale, pilgrim's progress, the sea beast of the Funian, whose guard of all his works, greatest youths that swam the ocean stream, paradise lost. Yeah, the Funian, youths of living creatures in the deep, stretched in the paramarine, he sleeps or swims, seems a moving land, and its gills draws in, his breath spouts out to sea, acrid. The mighty whales which swim in a sea of water have a sea of oil swimming in them, full of profane and holy state, so close behind some permanently lie, the usual finding to attend their prey, give no chance but swallow in the fray. With all their groping, with their groping jaws, mistake the way. Their venues are brilliant, but brilliant. While the world is floating at the stern of the ship, they cut off his head, tow in a boat. And near the shore, it will come, but it will be round. But it will be round in twelve or thirteen feet water. Thomas Eddy's ten voyages to Sugarberg in Pagaragas. The way they saw many whales sporting. In the ocean, a wondrousness fuzzing, a water full of pipes and vents, which nature placed on their shoulders, to T. Hembert's verges, to Asia and America, however they saw such huge troops of whales. Here they saw such saw such huge troops of whales, but they were forced to pursue, proceed with a great deal of caution, for they feared they would run in their ship upon them. Schooner six Sokoke, Nation, we yet set sail from Maybury, nor wind north east, nor a ship called the Jonas of the Whale. Some say the whale can't open his mouth, but it's a fable. They frequently climb up the mast to see whether you can see a whale, the first discoverer, as a don't count for his pains. I was told a whale taken his shipland above a bow of her felling herrings in his body, belly. One of her opponents told me he caught once a whale in Stegenberg with White Wover, a voyage to Greenland, A.D. 1671. Harris Coyle. Two whales have been coming upon this coast, Fife. Aminio, 1652, 80 feet in length, with a whale bone kind came in, which, as I was informed, besides a vast quantity of oil, did afford 500 weight of Berlin. The jaws of it stand for the gate of the garden, piffering, Shabad's fife and couldn't cross. Myself have agreed to try. But I can master and kill this sperm citra well. I could never hear any of that sort that's killed by any man, such as his fierceness and swiftness. Richard Stafford's letter from Bermunus, Beltrans, A.D. 1668. Wells in the sea's voice obey. Any primer. We saw in a bunch of large whales, there being more than those seven, those seven seas, they may say, a hundred and one, that we have 
to her northward board to us Captain Corney's voyage around the globe A.D. 1725-1729. Breath of the well is frequently attended by such an insupportable smell, the being on a disorder of the brain of South America, the fifty chosen syllabus, a special note, we trusted in charge of the petticoat, oft we know the sevenfold fence to fail, who knows stuffeth with hoops, and are with ribs of well, rape of the lock. If we compare land animals to spectre multitude, which they take up their abode in the deep, we shall find it appear contemptible comparison, where is doubtless the largest animal creation, Goldsmith's nat- natural history. As to if, if you should write a fable for little dishes, you would find you would make them speak like great whales, Goldsmith to Johnson. In the afternoon we saw it was supposed to be a rock, we found it to be a dead whale, but some amcystics had killed, and where they were towing ashore, we seemed to endeavour to concede themselves, behind, conceal themselves by the whale in order to avoid being seen by us. Cook's voyages. The larger whales, they seldom venture to attack. They stand in so great dread of the, some of them, that when out at sea, they are afraid to mention even their names, as carry dung, limestone, jimpedal wood, and some other articles of the same, of same nature, and their boats are all to terrify and prevent them. Their soon approach. Otto von Trolls' letter to Bank on Banks and Saunders voyage, Iceland in seventeen seventy two. The Spinaminclowellus is an active, fierce animal, requires vast address and boldness in the fishermen. Thomas Jefferson Whale Memorial to the French Minister in seventeen seventy eight. Pray, sir, what is the world is equal with it? Edwin Blake's reference to Parliament never chat. Wales fishery, Spain, a great whale stranded the shores of Europe. Edward Blake, Edward Blake Burke, somewhere. Attempt branch of the King's Honorary Revenue, said to be grounded on Christmas Federation, is robbing and protecting the seas of pirates and robbers, is right to the royal fish, which are whale and sturgeon. Those, when either thrown ashore or caught in the shore, are the property of the King Blackstone. Soon to be the sport of death that pose a pair. Raymond wearing over his head suspends. The barbered steel every turn attends. Vulgar shipwreck. Bright shone the roofs of domes and spires. The rocks blew self-driven, laying the mulchery fire around the vault of heaven. So fire with, with water to compare. The ocean reserves and high, outsprouted by the well in air. To express a willy joy, Cooper on Queen's visit to London. Ten to fifteen gallons of blood were thrown out of the heart of the stroke. Immense ferocity. John Hunter's account of dissection of whale, a small sized one. The water of the whale is larger than a ball. The main pipe of work, waterworks at London Bridge. Water roaring its passage through the pipe with furia, impetuous velocity of the blood gushing from the whale's heart. Penifish philology. The whale is a mammiferous animal, about a hind feet, Baron Gravia. In 40 degrees south, we saw Spenogrinian whales, but did not take any till the 1st of May, the sea being then covered with them, covered voyage to the purpose, standing the Sacramento whale fishery. In the free element beneath we swam, 
floundered and denied in play, in chance, in battle. Fishes every colour, form and kind, which language cannot paint, and when Marina has not never seen from dreaded Lavonian, ten sick million people, being every wave gathered in shores immense like floating islands, led by serious instincts. Through the walls, the trackless region, through and over side, assaulted by voracious enemies, whales, sharks, and monsters, armed in the front of Vodor, with swords, the saws, vinyl horns, a hooked fangs, a growing world for the flood. Lo, Pinea, Lola, sing to the Finny people's king. Not a mighty well than this in the vast Atlantic is. Not a flatter fish than he that is round the polar sea. Charles Lamb triumphed for the whale. In the year 1690, some persons were the high hill observing the whales, routing sporting which each other, where one observed their pointed sea, green pasture, where our children's grandchildren will go for bread. Older and Mercy History of Letter Chat. I built a cottage for Susan and myself, and a gateway to be formed a Gothic arch, and seen that all drills, all jawbones, half thrones, twice told tales. She came to bespeak a monument of her first love, who had been killed by well, Pacific Ocean, no less than forty years ago, I admit. No, sir, it's a right, it is a right well, as a Thomas saw his bout, he threw up a pair of prosody copper. Bone bales as fishy and wouldn't wish to look at. He ran in well by about and a fellow cobbler's pilot. Beavers were brought in. He saw the Berlin Gazette. The whales have induced a stage here. Eckerman's conversation coffee. My God, Miss Chance. What is the matter? It answered. He stole my well. Narrated a shipwreck of a whale ship. Nevercott, which attacked my, finally destroyed my large sperm whale. Pacific Ocean, my ocean chancy. Nevercott, first mate, said vessel. New York, 1821. A various sat on a shroud one night. The wind was piping free. Now bright, now dimmed, with pale water. Moonlight pale, flosses gleamed in the wake of the whale. It floundered in the sea. Elizabeth Uggers Smith, the quality of the line withdrawn. The boats engaged in the capture. One well amounted together to 10,440 yards, near six English miles. Sometimes the well shakes in tremendous tail of the air, which while cracking like a whip which sounds the distance of three or four miles sons of me. Mad or gangrenes endures, but his flesh attacks and spreads well, well. Rolls over and over, he rears his enormous head, a white, wide expanded jaw snaps, everything around him. He rushes to the works with his head, a pale before him, with vast swiftness and sometimes utterly destroyed in his manner, a great astonishment and consideration of habits, so interesting to commercial point of view. So important the animal as sperm well should have been so entirely neglected, or should have excited some little curiosity among the numerous and many incompetent observers of the late years must have possessed the most abundant and most convenient of opportunities of witnessing their habitats. Thomas Bell, History of the Sperm Well, 1839.
the Camelot. Catalot's bowmow is not only better armed than a true whale, Greenland or right whale, in possessing formidable weapon at either extremity of your body, but also but also more frequently displays a tradition employed his weapons eventually in a manner both at once so artful, bold and mischievous, mischievous as to lead a new guarded and most dangerous to attack all known species of the whale tribe. Frederick de Bell Burnett's whaling voyage around the globe, 1840, away October 13th, as she blows, was sung out from the vast head. Where away? demanded the captain. Three points to off the lee bow, sir. Raise up your wheel, steady, steady, sir. What's that, are You see the well now? Aye, sir, as shall as well wells. There she blows, there she breaches. Sing out, sing out, everyone. Aye, aye, sir. He blows there, there. There she is, blows, bows, bows. How far off? Two miles and a half. Thunder and lightning to near cool hands. Chee Rosper brownies at Stouchins. A whaling cruise, 1846. The whale ship globe on board of which a vessel occurred a horrid transactions we are about to relate, belonging to line of Nashatrat, relative narrative of the global mutiny by lay Hassett survivors, A.D. 1828. Being once pursued by a whale which he had wounded, he parried his salt for some time with a lance, but for his months at length rushed on a boat, his self the comrades only having preserved a leap only being preserved by leaping into the water they saw the onset was inevitable. Missionary journal Tiburin and Burnett Nekachat itself, said Mr Weffer, very striking peculiar potion of national interest. There is a population of eight or nine thousand peoples persons living there on the sea, adding largely every year to national wealth for the boldest most preserving industry. Report the Daniel Westbrook's speech U.S. Senate, and the application erection of the Great Walter never chat, chat in 1828. The whale fell directly over him and probably killed him in a moment. The whale and his captors by the whaleman's adventures. Whale's biography, gathered by the homeland crews of Commodore, propelled by Reverend Henry T. Traver. If you make the least damn bit noise, replied Daniel, I send you to hell. Life of Samuel Comstock, mutineered by his brother William Comstock, another version of the Welsh ship Globe narrative. Voyages the Dutch and English to the northern ocean in order, if possible, to discover the passage through to India. Though they failed, but they may not it laid upon the haunts of the whale, McClintock's commercial dictionary. Those things are apocryphal, that bell rebounds only to abound forward again, but now in laying upon Oh, lowing open the haunts of the whale, where men seem to have directly hit upon new clue clouds of the most mystic northwest passage from something unpublished. It's um, impossible to meet a Welsh ship on the ocean without being struck by a near appearance, a vessel under short sail and low crouts on the mastheads, eagerly scanning wider spans around them, as of a totally different air, those engaged in regular voyage, currents of whaling, US, XX, Penetrations of the Venice of London elsewhere may recollect having seen large curled bones set upright on the earth, either up to form arches over gateways or entrances or elcoats. They even perhaps have been told that these were ribs of whales, tales of whale voyager to the Arctic Ocean.
It was not till the whale boats returned from the pursuit of these whales that the whites saw their ship in bloody possession of the savages enrolled among the crew. Newspaper account of taking or retaking the whale ship Hammermock. It is extremely well known that out of the crews of whaling ships American, few ever returned those crew ships on board which they departed. Crews of the whale ship boat suddenly a mighty mass emerged from the water, shut up prudently to the air. It was a whale, Rian Coffin, a whale fisherman, a whale fisherman, Rian Coffin, a whale fisherman. Well, it's a harpoon to be sure, but you think you have would have managed a powerful, unbroken colt, mere occupation of tie, rope tied to the root of his tail, checked a welling in ribs and trucks. On one occasion, I saw two immense of whales, probably male or female, strongly swim, slowly swimming one after the other, within less than a stone's throw of the shore, to a figaro, over which the beseech tree extended in branch, branches, Darwin's village of, of naturalists. Stern all, exclaimed the mate, as one upon turning his head, he saw the extended jaws of a large sperm whale, closed the head of the boat, threatening it with instant destruction. Stern all for your lives, once in a whale kill, killer. Be cheery, my lads, let your hearts never fail. Well, the bold harpooner, striking the whale, netical chat song. A rare old whale, Miss Stolman Gale, his heart urchin home will be. A great, a giant in might, where might is right, the king of boundless sea. Well, son. Chapter One Loomings. Call me Isabel. Some years ago, never mind how precisely, having may may having little or no money in my purse, nothing could it to interest me on shore. I thought I would sell about a little, and see the watery part of the world. In a well, in a way. I have the driving off the spleen, regulating the circulation. Whenever I find myself growing grim about the mouth, wherever it is a damp, dizzy, drizzy after November in my soul, whenever I find myself involuntarily pausing before coffin warehouses, bring up the rear of every funeral I meet, especially upon my hobos, get such an upper hand on me. I mean, it requires a strong moral principle to prevent me from deliberately stepping in the street and methodically knocking people's heads off. Now I count it's high time to get to sea as soon as I can. This is my subject for pistol and ball. Philosophical, far- philosophical flourish. Cato throws himself by his sword. I quietly take to the ship. There is nothing surprising in this. It is there, they but knew it almost, almost all men in a degree. Some time or another cherish very nearly same feeling towards the ocean with me. There now is a, your incidental in cry and madatonies belted around by the way, way wolves or the Indian Isles by coral reefs commence surrounds it with a surf right and left the streets take you way wood Extremely downtown is the battery where the noble mole is washed by waves called by breezes which a few hours per previous without a sight of land. Look at the crowds of water gatherers there. Kirkabinlate, the city of the dreary Sabbath afternoon, go from Corhair's Hook to Scenery Slip and from thence by Whitehall northward, 
What do you see? Posted like silent sentinels around the town, stand thousands upon thousands, all the men fixing ocean reveries. Some leaning against their bows, some seated upon the pier heads, some looking over the bulk woods. Others shipped from China, some high aloft in the rigging, as if starving to get a still better seaward peep. But all these are landmen, a week's day pent up in leaf and plaster, tied the counters nailed to benches, clenched to base desk. How then is this? Are the green fields gone? What do they do? What do they? What do they? What do they hear? But look. Here come many more crowds, pacing straight for the water, seeming bound for a dive strange. Nothing will content them, but the extremest limit of the land, riding upon the shady lead or yonder warehouses, will not suffice, no. They must get just as nigh the water as they possibly can without failing, falling in. There they stand miles of them, leagues, inland as all. They come from lanes and alleys, streets and avenues, north, east, south and west. Yet here they are only night. Tell me, does the magnet virtue, the needles, the compasses, all these ships attract them thither once more? Say you in the country, in some high land of lakes, take away any path, there moments, any path you please. Tend the one that carries you down to Dale, leaves you there by pole in the stream. There is magic in it. Let the most absent-minded men be plunged in deepest reveries. Then a man his legs set his feet a-going, he will finally lead you to water. Water, there'll be all that region. Should you ever be Ophis, the great American desert, try his experiment in your cabin, perhaps. Caravan, perhaps, to be supplied metaphysical confessor. This is everyone knows meditation and water. Ever wetted forever. Wetted forever. But here is an artist. He desires to paint you, you, you the dreariest, dreamiest, shadiest, quietest, at most enchanting bit of romantic landscape. All the valley of Shaco. What is the chief element he ploys? There he stands his trees, each with a hollow trunk, for hermit and crucifix within. He sleeps his meadows there, sleepish cattle, and up from yonder cottage does a sleepy smoke. Deep in the distant w- woodlands winds a mazy way, reaching overlapping spurs of mountains wide in the hillside blue. But through the picture lies thus trance, till this pine tree shakes down its sighs, like leaves down, leaves upon this shepherd's head. Yet all were vain, unless the shepherd's eye were fixed upon the magic stream before him. Go visit the prairies in June when your scores are sure, are scores of miles way deep, knee deep among tiny lilies. What is one charm wanting? Water. There is not a drop of water there. Where no regra had a cataract of sand. You travel your thousand miles to see it. Why did a poor poet of Tennessee, upon suddenly receiving two handfuls of silver, deliver it late, over to buy a coat which he sadly needed to invest his money, pressing trip to the old rockaway beach? Why is almost every bus healthy boy with a bus healthy soul in him at once time, sometime over crazy to go to sea? But upon your first voyage of passion, did you feel still, still feel such a mystic vibration? They first told you and your ship were out the sight of land. 
Why did the Persians hold the sea holy? Why did the Greeks give it a separate identity? And our own brother Jove, of my own, and own brother Jove. Surely all this is not without meaning. And still deeper the meaning of the story of Nephitarachus, who cares he could not grasp some tormenting wild image. He saw the fountain plunge into it and was drowned. Same image we also see all rivers and oceans. The image of the ungraspable phantom and sea life is the key to it all. Now, then I say I am in the habit of going to sea, begin to grow uh, hazy about my eyes, and begin to be overconscious of my lungs. I do not mean to have feared. Third, I ever go to sea as a passioner, but to go to passioner, you might must needs have a purse, and a purse is but a rag, unless you have something in it. Besides, passengers get seasick, grow quarrelsome, don't sleep on night or nights, do not enjoy yourselves much as a general thing. No, never go as a passion, nor though I am something of salt, do I ever go to sea as a commodore or captain or cook. I abandon the glory and distinction of such offices to those who like them. For my part, I dominate all honourable and respectable toils. Trials and tribulations of any kind, whatever, is well quite as much as I can to take care of myself without taking care of ships, boat girls, brakes, schooners, why not, what not. As for going as a cook, the profess is a considerable glory in that. A cook, being sort of officer, on shipboard yet somehow never has any boiling fowls. At once boiled, dreadfully buttered, and judgmentally salted and peppered. There is no one who would speak more respectfully, not to say reverently, of a boiled fowl than I will. Yet out of vigorous dotings of the old Egyptians, upon boiled limb, emperors, and roasted river horse, you see the mummies of those these creatures, their heart, huge bake houses of pyramids. No, when I go to sea, I go to a simple sailor, right before the mast, plumb down to the forecast, aloft, where to the royal mast head, True, they gather rather older me about, so make me jump and spar to spar like a grasshopper in May Meadow. But first, this sort of thing is unpleasant enough. Touches one's sense of honour, particularly if you sent, come from an old established family in the land. Those retailers of Ravnoffs or Hendercoolers use more than you all. Oh, it's just precious of putting your hand to tarpot and you've been lording as a country schoolmaster, making the tallest boys then all you. Transition is a keen one. I assure you, for a schoolmaster sailor, requires a strong decocation of sea colour and sonics to enable you to grin and bear it. But even this wears off in time. What of it? Some hold hunks of the sea cabin. Captain orders me to get a broom and sweep down the decks. What does that entity amount to? Wade, wade. I mean, in scales of New Testament, you think that the Archangel Gabriel thinks anything less of me because I promptly respectfully obey the old hunks? In that particular instance, why ain't I a slave? Tell me what that. Hey, well then, whatever this old key captain may order me about, however they may they may thump and pinch me about, I have such such a knowing that it is all right. Everyone else is of one way or another, so much the same way. Even a physical or metaphysical point of view, it is a so universal thump pressed around. All hands should rub each other's shoulder blades and be content.
Again, I always go to sea as a sailor because they make a point of paying me for my trouble, whereas they never pay passengers a single penny that I've heard of. And on contrary, passengers themselves must pay. There's all the difference in the world between paying and being paid. And a paying is perhaps the most comfortable infliction. The two orchard fees of a trail upon us. That being paid, which will compare with, we, we will compare with it. The abundant activity which man receives money is really marvellous. Considering that we earnestly believe money to be the root of all earthly ills, that on account can be money man enter heaven. Ah, how cheerfully can sign ourselves to Pentonium. Finally, I always go to sea as a sailor, because of a wholesome exercise of pure air of a forced castle deck. For as is this world, head winds are far more prevalent. The winds are stern, that is, most violate the Pentonium maximum. The most part of the Commodore, called it, gets his atmosphere second-hand from the sailors of the forecastle. He thinks he breathes it first. Not so. So it's the same way you do the Commodore D. Lead the event of leaders and many other things the same way. The leaders little respect it. Whatever is what they are after having repeatedly smelt the sea as a merchant sailor, I should take into my head to go a whaling voyage. This is a bit of police officer of the fates. Who has a constant surveillance on me and secretly dogs me and influences me some comfortable way? He can earn a better answer than anyone else. And that is my doing this well in voyage for part of the grand program of providence that was drawn up a long time ago. Came sort of brief interlude of solo between most exquisite performances. I think it at this part of the bill must have run something like this. Grand consisted election of presidency of the United States, whaling vessel by one Ismail, bloody battle in, in Afghanistan. Now I cannot tell you why it was exactly that those stage managers of fate put me down in this shabby part of the whaling voyage, that when others were sat down, set down with different parts in high tragedies, and short easy parts in gentle comedies, and jolly parts in farces. Now I cannot tell why this exactly was exactly this was exactly, yet now I recall all the circumstances. I think I see a little into the springs of motives which bring cunningly presented to me, and the various disguises induced me to set about performing the part I did, besides controlling me to illusion that it was a choice resulting my own unbiased free will to criminal judgment. Chief among the motives? These motives was the overwhelming idea of a great will himself. Such a punctorious and mysterious monster roused on my curiosity. Then the wild and distant seas where he rolled his eyes in bulk. Unbelievable, deliverable, nameless perils of the whale. These all the intending marvels, a thousand pentagrolian sights and sounds helped to sway me to my wish. With other men, perhaps such things would not have been inducements, but for me, I'm tormented with an everlasting itch for things remote. I love the self-forbidden seas, then the barbarous coasts, not an oil which is good, and quick to receive a horror, and sh- could still be sociable with it. Will they let me, met me, since it is but well to be on friendly terms with all the inmates, place one lodges in. By reason, these things, then the wailing voyage was welcome. The great floodgates, the wonder world swung open, the wild conceits that swayed me to my purpose. Two and two were floated 
unto my innermost soul, endless possessions of well, amidmost of all them all, one grand hooded phantom, like a snow hill in the air.